All right, everybody. Are you ready for a spectacular show? Introduce the original bad hombre, the amazing nerd, the hardest working Antifa boys on George Soros's payroll. With Pablo Morale Martinez and Ernesto Mancibo, only on Radio Free Brooklyn. That illustrious intro to the Robots vs. Taxes program has been brought to you by Lando Laurel. For all your voiceover needs, choose Lando Laurel. Great stuff in terms of doing voiceover work. And if your show needs a, a really kick-ass intro, reach out to him. We'll put up all his information on our uh, IG page. So yeah, man. Uh, you, so you you read about like the whole thing with fu- that's going down with fucking Warner Brothers, and they're just like, um, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> We're just heading to streaming. <laughs> I I thought at first I thought it was one of those internet rumors that um, people just r- get uh, carried away with because it seems like anything can happen. It's 2020. You know, up is down cats and dogs living in harmony right um yeah. but uh once i read the story and, f- and and realized that it was real i thought to my uh, several things came up and uh the 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 movie theater cabal uh, was definitely at the top of the list like they must be they must be either super pissed or warner brothers approached them beforehand and they were just like look we have uh we have children's blood, the kind that QAnon talks about, and we'll cut you, <laughs> and we'll cut you in <laughs> if you just get off our backs. Oh my God! Um, yeah, I, I mean, like it's it's. I I don't know how to feel about this because on one hand it is it is the looming threat that um, that you know. Uh, since Warner Brothers is going to jump on streaming, that means all the other big movie companies are going to jump on streaming, which will result in the death of the movie and like the the movie theater industry. Mm, mm. Uh, so, and on one hand, you know, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of okay with it. Uh, I'm I, I'm I'm a little more than okay with it. Ooh. Uh, because I I don't want to go and run the risk of paying to see, you know, if and when the vaccine becomes readily available and they get to shoot it into all of our necks, you know, as we're just like, you know, taking out our trash and we're just like, oh, shit, oh, I think you're, you know. <laughs> They're like, um, see you next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's two doses, remember. Yeah. Be sure you're bending it over, bending over and take when you're throwing out the trash because we're going to put it right up your ass, you know, (laughs) but in regards to uh, you being okay with the movie industry kind of. uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. 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 Take taking Um, this hit like I I'm I'm wondering specifically like what uh, what has you okay with it? Because I don't want to go down to the movie theater and pay a shell out my 20, 20 bucks. Mm hmm. To go see um, the fucking, you know, to go see Matrix 4 and, you know, to hear somebody in the audience be like, boo, fucking boo, you know, uh, or like, you know, they get a cell phone call and they're just be like, what? Wanda had a, 
you know, um, <laughs> somebody kidnapped Wanda's dog? <laughs> nah, B. You know. <laughs> Yo, Mia Rodrigo, we're going to fuck him up, you know? <laughs> uh, and then I'm just like, oh, fuck, there goes my movie going experience. Now I'm involved in this whole dog napping scenario on the side, you know, <laughs> and I can't I don't know if, you know, fucking Rodrigo and his Cholo buddies are just going to fucking, you know, tear ass through South Central. I, I don't know what I'm talking what about, but hell? obviously. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing, though, like the days of the, the of like, you know, uh, you know, the the movie theater chatter are are pretty much over you can watch movies from the confines of your house and you know you know one person who's going to rejoice uh, a friend of the show jamie vitarami because uh oh shit you know <laughs> he's just gonna he he's of the mind that uh shout outs to jamie vitarami uh but he's of the mind that uh, you know the movie theater going experience is not a, a communal thing uh, and you know uh people who do believe in the movie theater experience uh, are, you know, the same kinds of people that like are totally okay with, uh, you know, all I want for Christmas uh, (laughs) playing on the radio (laughs) as soon as December hits, you know, you know, that that's his, that's his whole MO. That's his point of view. I didn't really, I didn't know he really felt he had such a strong position on being anti theater. I mean, I knew the guy, I don't, I mean, we all sort of dabble in the same circle of practices. I'll put it that way. So uh, hopefully it's not that incriminating, but um, he, I didn't realize that he, uh, he was like anti uh, uh, community. (laughs) Oh dude, like uh, dude, next time we have him on, like I, I, we should ask him that because the next time we have him on, uh, you know, oh, you're you're gonna what you're gonna get is like, <clears throat> yeah, it's not a you know, it's not a communal experience. Yeah. I don't like we're not sharing anything, you know, <laughs> or whatever, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. <laughs> wow, wow. Um, but yeah, that, that's basically what he's what 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 he's gonna hit you with, and with what a lot of people you know feel about this whole thing because you know we're we're not gonna there's not gonna be any more trips to the movie theaters that thing's gonna go the way of the nickelodeon you know jesus (laughs) like you know the automat which is which is kind of sad because it's definitely a mood to a move for human society at large to do things separate, like uh, the, our isolation from each other in, increases with every approaching day. That's true. And we're going to end up like those, 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 those fucking peeps in, uh, Wally. In regards to the theaters, I, I'm not going to miss, um, you know, paying, uh, a lot of money for a two hour film that may or may not be shit. Um, but at the same time, uh, I do like some of the community experience. Sorry, Jamie, uh, that comes with certain films. Like, tell me that sh- having those moments while watching Endgame didn't kind of enhance. Uh, of, of course, man. Certain like, parts of the film. Yeah. Yeah, of course. There weren't like fucking the where 
and both Infinity War and in Endgame, like there are moments where the audience's reaction, it was just it. That's the thing about the movie theater, is that you know when people respect the rules, it's like a pool. It's like a it's like a pool. When people respect the rules, everybody's gonna have like it, the pool. The communal pool can be a magical, magical place. But if people don't respect the rules and lay a big turd in the middle of the fucking pool, then the then fun time's over. And by like laying a turd in the middle of the pool, I mean like fucking talking in the middle of the, you know, or, or taking a phone call or texting or playing snake or I don't know what the kids are or vaping, playing um, snake, playing yeah. snake. <laughs> yeah. I'm so old where, I mean, playing snake is when you actually bring a live snake and you play around with it in the movie theater. My neck. Oh, this is so fun. <laughs> I think what the kids. I'm do- so glad my church lets me do this <laughs> all the time. I think what the kids do now is they play uh, the the Candy Crush and the um <laughs> the Fruit what, Ninja. Uh, what's it called? The the Stadia now. That newfangled <laughs> thing. How long do you do you think that's even going to take off? Not to get off on a tangent, but you know, Stadia. Stadia, I. It's one of those crapshoots where it it's not like Quibi, where it's just like, wow, that's <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you see that plane, and they're just like, should I add more wings? And it's already got thirty-two wings, and you're just like, yeah, sure, go, yeah. <laughs> no, it looks it looks it looks like it's ready to be flown. It's it's you're you're past the testing stage. Now on to phase two. Trials. Oh that's man. that 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 quibby situation. I saw that like fucking disaster from a mile away. But with regards to Stadia, it could I it, it's either gonna be huge or it's going to it's going to fall flat on its face. I, I think that all. I think it kind of ties into the whole theater thing in regards to people wanting more access at home, um, and having their media delivered in certain ways. It seems. It seems um, obviously streaming is here to stay, and um, uh, movie houses like WB and Disney uh, will probably go more and more on board uh going forward i i'm wondering if this move by warner brothers is going to trigger disney to release black widow on uh on streaming um it has it's it's a look dude it's a matter of time mm-hmm. i honestly think it's a matter of time and i think warner brothers uh is uh, really is kind of in pioneer status right now and and it's it's not because and and it's not trying to do anything good either. This is not some benevolent 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 action uh, brought to us by the good folks at Warner Brothers. Their their fucking streaming numbers are in the tank, mm. and mm. they're just like we need something to help us save ourselves because we're right now we're 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 about to you know they're in a in a really dangerous place i mean all all fucking uh uh, uh come like th- right now economically the, the entertainment industry is going to be in flux because nobody's going into the theaters nobody's going out to fucking you know uh participate in like shared experiences where people like gather 
Mm. Um, the people are terrified. Well, you know, the f- the people who are you know not are smart enough to stay home. Uh, <laughs> and by that we mean all of our listeners and all the fine folk at Radio Free Brooklyn. That's um, right. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, but uh, you know. Um, <laughs> like all the all these things are are getting shut down so it's it's a smart move but also it's a move that is kind of at a necessity for it because like what are they gonna do they're gonna like they, they put out tenet right oh that's right that was warner brothers that was more i think that was warner brothers that was warner brothers yeah yeah um so they put out tenet tenet tanked you know Oh, it did boy. okay internationally, mm. uh, but overall, you know, it, it it tanked, and like a lot of uh, a lot of movies nowadays are are going to feel the hurt. So, what better way to do that is by trying to reap in at least something, mm. you know, through home media. You know, it's um, in regards to uh, these these movie houses releasing stuff on streaming media. Um, yeah, economically, it's it's not a viable position to keep hoping and wishing that there will be this sudden resurgence uh, through movie theater attendance or uh, anything along those lines. But it also pushes back all their slates in regards to releases. Uh, these 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 companies, as big as they are, depend on the revenue that comes in from these movies in order to fund future projects. And if you just keep sitting on them, hoping that you know. Uh, theaters will open up and you know you'll be able to make your money back it 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 just it pushes stuff um future releases back and i'm i'm looking specifically at um marvel disney uh with this particular example because um their disney plus shows like uh, wandavision and falcon and the winter soldier um have been delayed significantly uh, from their original slots before the pandemic hit because the storyline especially with these uh, with that format where all the properties are sort of connected are hinging on the events of Black Widow somewhat so uh, them pushing back Black Widow and sort I guess I definitely think they've reworked a certain amount of WandaVision um, so that they're able to release it when it's going to be released, which I got to tell you the truth. I don't even know when that's coming out. Is it, com- is that coming out? January this- 15th, January 15th. Thank you. So I bet, I think originally they were hoping for black widow come out before all that stuff. It was supposed to be the first, uh, Marvel Disney thing since, uh, end game to really, you know, hit theaters and kick off, uh, phase four. But, you know, they, they had to do a certain amount. And if they keep pushing stuff back, um, you know, that costs them. You know, they, they uh, in regards to pre-production, getting these actors in, uh, moving the story along. So, yeah, I guess the future is definitely streaming. However, with theaters, you know, they, you know, they want their taste. You know, they, they, they're not going to go quietly, you know. <laughs> Well, I'm not. I'm definitely not going to miss the the movie theaters that are in my well, a hop, skip, and a jump away from me, which are like the Sheep's Head Bay movie theater. Hmm. And uh, I'm de- I'm not going to miss that theater, dude. I'm not going to miss that. Theater. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 
If that if that uh, movie theater had a face, uh, it would look like fucking Paulie D from uh, the Jersey Shore. Oh shit! <laughs> and it's like you know, Paulie D reaches out to, up to me and he's you know he's crying, "Save us!" And I whisper, <laughs> "No." You know, I on my um, <laughs> you you, <laughs> god damn, you are the worst. You are the Warshak of. Uh, Warshak, you are the Rorschach of um, theater demise. I, you're, you're just standing across the street from theaters in a trench coat and a hat, like you know. Good, I hope you burn down. <laughs> I um, I saw a sad sight today uh, on my excursion, on my vampire hunting excursion to the to Prospect Park. Uh, I walked. You saw Rudy Giuliani. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, oh I, I, You heard, you said vampires, so. But uh, I walked by the 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 Nighthawk. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, they're completely shuttered. And on oh, their damn. on their marquee, I mean, I don't I don't think they're closed down, closed down yet. But they're probably close to it. And uh, on their marquee, where they usually, you know, uh, put up uh, the the movies that are playing there, they have a sign that says uh, "See you on the other side." So. Oh, dark yeah. as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like. Whoa. It was kind of it kind of looked haunted because you know you could tell there's been no activity there for months. Um, so, yeah, I'm wondering yeah. wondering how let's, they're gonna do. Let's play some sad guitar music for fucking um, the Nighthawk and all the art house movie theaters that are that are struggling to survive. Um, and uh, you know it, times are times are rough all over. I I I think this comes at a at a fine time to be doing this, I, you know, we shouldn't be risking people's health. You know, a fucking, you know, that's one of the things that rubbed me the wrong way about Christopher Nolan is that he still wanted people to go out and see Tenet. And I'm just like, mm, agreed, fucking, agreed. Yeah. Fucking no, man. Are you fucking serious? And he's just like, yes, but uh, the movie going experience is I'm like people, you know, I'm like fucking John Hammond in Jurassic Park. I'm like, people are dying, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I'm I'm OK with with this happening now, because until we see a cure that, you know, doesn't zombify us within a week. You heard it here first on RVT Conspiracy Theory. Holy about the, fuck. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> About the COVID nineteen vaccine turning us into zombies. Um, <laughs> it, until until we get a clarification brought to you by Letitia Wright. Um, uh, <laughs> until we get clarification. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! I know you uh, felt that one. Oh! <laughs> Wait, you didn't think we were going to talk about that? We'll we'll hit that up later. But until that ha- that happens. Um, we're we're gonna have to we're just gonna have to sit tight. We're gonna watch our movies from our homes. Uh, we're gonna chill out till this whole f- um, you know COVID business chills out. You know. I I suppose so. I mean, we we do what we got to do. Um, especially uh, when you're listening to this, folks. Uh, at whatever point you're listening, we're in December of 2020, the infamous 2020, and uh, it seems like. COVID numbers are just spiking all over the country. Deaths are spiking all over the country. It's literally worse numbers-wise 
than the height of the pandemic back in April, April of this year. So it's it's a really sad thing, and all in, all industries have to uh, sort of shift the best way that they can. Um, not to insert a little, not to insert too much real life into this particular episode, but just looking at uh, how the food industry is trying to survive uh, with their outdoor habitats. Um, it just has me kind of confused because during the summer I could understand, you know, having open air outdoor seating uh, to try to minimize the effects of, you know, transmission. But now I see a lot of places starting to build enclosures like they've got windows and doors and heaters. I'm just like, it's it's a hut, you know, like it's yeah. a it's a hut. And I don't get me wrong. I, I want. I want these places to survive whichever way they can, but is, is, isn't the purpose of outdoor dining being defeated um, through these measures? Like, uh, I'm wondering how that's going to work. I mean, um, for a misanthrope like me, I'm fine with it. You know, I'm just like, whatever. Uh, outdoor dining, uh, like, you know, outdoor slash indoor dining is if it goes the way of the dinosaur i'm fine with it um (laughs) (laughs) no that's fucked up for me to say i'm just saying like it it really sucks because those people are really struggling to survive too um and uh you know just because i'm of the kind of mind where i'm just like you know the less i have to interact with people the better i'm kind of like taking like a like I, I, I feel like I've fully embraced my my um, uh, what's his name Larry David, my inner Larry <laughs> David. I'm 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 okay with a lot of like the like less interaction with people, but at the same time, like I, I understand that it just really sucks for industries at large, like the food service industry, to like suffer. Um, which is why I feel like our government, hint, hint, um, delving a little, my putting my big toe into the taxes area, uh, should really get its fucking act together and stop being so fucking evil and actually try to, you know, send out stimulus bills and you know, uh, end all, uh, end all evictions and 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 do a lot of things that I, I feel like are progressive and would actually help people get back on their feet during this. It's horrible, horrible time. Agreed. Um, Agreed. A hundred and one hundred and ten percent. You know who could probably get it done? The Mandalorian. <laughs> if we sent him to Congress, <laughs> yo, Din Djarin would tear ass, especially now with fucking Boba Fett and a dude, man, just the Mandalorian. Can we just? Yes, oh, man. Yes, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, just. We can. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just like I. I know I just had a, a fucking traffic collision of of thoughts, but man, nothing is fucking boner fuel than <laughs> like nerd boner fuel more than the Mandalorian because it has been knocking it out of the park for me. So they have been um, kicking ass like every i you know first of all let's talk about the episode before last uh uh um properly named the jedi um we knew that at some point ahsoka tano would be making an appearance in the second season 
So that episode starts and you think to yourself, you know, are they going to tease us? Are they really going to make us beg for it? And they're like, no. In the first 20 seconds, it's like, boom, no lube. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. and uh, they made you feel every second. And, and Rosario Dawson blew that episode up like from the very first frame where you just see her her white lightsabers come on screen and then you she cuts down a few of those uh a few of those soldiers and you just see her her hooded like face uh illuminated by the glow of her lightsaber i'm just like this this is the dopest shit that i have seen on tv all year (laughs) yes um i was definitely blown away by those moments um, I was like, holy shit, this is this is a chocolate to peanut butter moment, right? It's just <laughs> so good. It's so it's perfect. I'm I'm having a fucking ball. Um watching uh, Ahsoka Tano uh kind of come jump out of the cartoon like the the Clone Wars cartoon and you know have this storyline where she's she's basically like uh, a golem that's outside of this that's haunting this kingdom <laughs> she's all she's like a jedi robin hood um you know making sure that the sheriff of nottingham like kind of suffers non-stop headaches yes yes um, <laughs> bringing, it's, bringing the pain <laughs> yeah just bringing the fucking pain uh, th- i i was so psyched i was like for geeking out hardcore and it had so much stuff going for it that that last that uh, that episode, the Jedi, um, where you know Ahsoka is you know kicking ass, but also she knows who who Baby Yoda is. Yes, and you know, as all of you know at at this point, listening to this um, listening to this show right now on a Monday, um, you know, you know that uh, for a fact that uh, Baby Yoda's real name is Grogu. And holy shit, man! Um, <laughs> the key, the key, like they they have been consistently like the creators of the show, uh, Filoni and Favreau. They've been consistently t- turning up that that cuteness factor. Oh my god! <laughs> like they they turn it they they put it uh, at like fucking peak when you know Grogu was fixing the Razor Crest. R.I.P. Razorcrest. Oh, um, <laughs> and then they really turned it up a notch when Grogu basically uh, responded to his name. Oh God, that oh gee, they 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 found the formula that exists in real life when you either call out your dog's name or your baby's name, and they turn to you and they're just like, ah! you know, it's just like oh they. Whatever dark magic they pulled from to make that work, um, kudos, kudos. I, I yeah, yes, I, I can't, uh, I can't praise them. I can't praise them enough for that. And the, and it seems like it just fleshed out the story even more. I mean, um, this this young character from Yoda's species uh, now having a name sort of increases its identity, um, demystifies it a little more, gives it more character. Um, and pulls it more into the lore because I've just been thinking of the name since that episode, and I'm just like, 
imagine uh, hundreds of years from now, Grandmaster Grogu. Like, wow. That rolls off the that, tongue. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it can also go one of two ways. I mean, it's like Grandmaster Grogu or like Sith Lord Darth Grogu mm. or <laughs> which would fucking be nuts. Um, where they're just like, you know, Darth Grogu taken down by a Mandalorian, you know, oh, oh the same Mandalorian that raised him. Now that, oh. that is a fucking story. Disney would do um, that shit. Those no, are, that's, that's those are emo- those emotionally abusive bastards. <laughs> you think they would do that? <laughs> yeah, oh, maybe. Jeez. Oh. But then there's that other side where it's just like, um, you know, the great Mandalorian war- warrior Grogu. And, um, mm. you know, it'd be funny to see a short Mandalorian kind of make his way. <laughs> like he appears just like in the in the first episode in the tavern where it's like it that 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 swirly door opens up and it's like a tiny Mandalorian. <laughs> That would be that would be really funny, but <laughs> be like, aww, <laughs> it, it sends the wrong message. <laughs> You're just the cutest Mandalorian ever, you know. I could bring you in warm, or I could bring you in, you know. And then it's like <laughs> no, your voice is not imposing at all. <laughs> oh man, but uh, I, I, I firmly believe that Grogu's future um is going to be heavily ensconced in the force i mean unless he unless he pulls a luke skywalker via the last jedi and cuts himself off from the force um i i feel like we we need some a force sensitive in the galaxy of his uh of his talent going forward cuz i i definitely think in the future the future of star wars they'll eventually bring in the Yusang Vong, um, which would which would be very interesting to see. I mean, they're kind of OP in certain ways, but I feel like with Favreau and Filoni, they'd be able to pull it off in regards hey, to... Hey, man, if they're going to bring in the dork, the, the dork troopers, the dark troopers... <laughs> um, We're going to get you, baby, Yoda! <laughs> <laughs> the dork troopers <laughs> you know <laughs> all life is sacred baby you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> women shouldn't have the right to vote oh shit <laughs> fuck I, those dorks i think those um, are those are the incel troopers is what oh, you're the <laughs> incel troopers that's right <laughs> they come in their own plastic bubble <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The, if they if they pull the dark troopers out of the woodwork and they pull out fucking the na- man when she said the name when in, in when Ahsoka Tano told the magistrate when she fought her, you know, basically to a standstill, uh, and and you know, uh, basically, you know, uh, uh, I don't know when she fought her to a standstill and was like, you know. Uh, where's Grand uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn? Mm. 
I lost my shit because I have been a fan of Shadows of the Empire. Shout out to Matt Cameron, who put me on to Shadows of the Empire. Um, who, uh, man, I, I, I just couldn't contain myself. I fucking, like, leapt out of my seat and was just like, fuck yeah, you know, <laughs> nerded out. <laughs> to which, you know, my wife is just like, um what are you doing? Who is that? And I was just like, yeah, you, he's, he's blue. He's got red eyes and a master tactician Thrawn. She's like, why did I marry for love? <laughs> oh God. So, <laughs> but I do that was definitely one of those moments <laughs> I think you guys need to have your own like watch party podcast for these for these episodes just to hear like both your reactions like <laughs> oh god I can't believe this character is on the show it's like oh god uh, regret <laughs> <laughs> yeah like fucking uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to like think of you know, uh, a name from any of the books uh, that I'm like, not not Cobb Vanth. Who's that? Who's that other one? Galen Merrick or fucking Starkiller. Oh. If they did Starkiller, like I would fucking flip the fuck out. If they did Starkiller, um, I would I would just explode. I've been the biggest fan. I've played both games like he that dude is the man. I don't know how they would really integrate him because if we want to talk about op characters that dude he pulled down a star destroyer with the force like that's that was the teaser trailer to that to that to the game but you do it in uh, the first which game i though. never forgot it, you you do you actually get to do that in the first game like it's that's wild so fucking awesome um he's and not to mention you know his whole storyline in part two which was left on a cliffhanger i'm hearing rumors though that they'll do a part three to wrap up that story, but you know I can only hope. But um, but yeah, no, we're we're left with a whole bunch of possible uh, characters, Jedi, uh, whatever remaining Jedi there are in the galaxy, uh, from Grogu's uh, time on the Seeing Stone in this latest episode. Um, who could he have reached out to? We were talking about this over text, possibly um, Ezra. Boo! I'm not a fan of Ezra Bridger. Um, Why? Um, I mean, dude, he's the most annoying fucking character in the entire. <laughs> like, it goes. There's two. There's two. Like two characters that for me fill out the top two worst characters in st- all of Star Wars lore. Um. It's Jar Jar Binks oh. and um, and Ezra Bridger because Ezra Bridger to me is the most annoying. You know who he reminded me of, and this is definitely a callback that's going to show my age. But whatever, I don't care. Do you remember the old Legend of Zelda cartoon that was on during the Super Mario Super Show, where um, oh my god, where fucking uh, uh, the character of Link was an annoying dipshit. Who was just like, well, excuse 
me, princess. Remember that guy? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. That's to me, that is Ezra Bridger. God I damn. can't take that character. I I think I don't like that character. I think in terms of Jedi, there are plenty more to choose from. But please no Ezra Bridger. Holy shit. Okay. Um, who who would you <laughs> who would you choose? <laughs> I think it would be awesome if it was Cal Kestis from the uh, from Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, okay. The only ginger Jedi there is. <laughs> Showing all my ginger Jedi's in our listening audience some love. <laughs> you soulless bastards. Jeez. <laughs> there. There goes our whole ginger audience uh, list- no, def- no, listenership man, I'm a, I'm, right there. <laughs> I love my ginger audience. <laughs> you guys, shout outs, you, you fucking redheaded freaks. Oh, God um, damn. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, that's that's hate mail right there. Yeah, I know. Whatever. We're, we're going to be in the. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Sh- oh. we, you better hope that they don't get together with the Clark family. Oh no! <laughs> and put me in a monolith like they lock me away forever, yeah. like in the shadow zone. <laughs> but uh, I'm thinking, I'm hoping um, either Luke Skywalker will reach out to Grogu, um, or, and I know this is a this is a real stretch. I'm hoping Mace Windu. I know you brought that up before and I'm like, although it would be really awesome, it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense like narratively uh, because Mace Windu, if he's been around for all this time, really, he's going to be one of those. He doesn't strike me as the type of Jedi. Let me rephrase that. He doesn't strike me as the type of Jedi that would sit out an entire galactic war and leave it in the hands of a Skywalker. Uh, yeah. Given how the, given how the last Skywalker worked out, he wouldn't strike me as a person that'd be like, you know, what? I'm going to sit this motherfucker out. You know? <laughs> um, but you know, but you know, but you know how Jedi can be. I mean, we, we see, we see Ahsoka Tano taking action, but she isn't technically, she isn't really a Jedi anymore. She's not a Jedi. You yeah. know, she left the order. So she's sort of doing her thing and, you know, props to her. Um, but, uh, we see we've seen other masters like Yoda, you know, he lost one fight, one fight. And he's just like into isolation. I must go, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was Yoda. And probably, you know, he's not, I have this theory that he's not just running away from the fact that he took an L during one one fight. I think um, his deal is that he. He knew that Yaddle was just like, uh, yo, what's going what are we now? And he's like, <laughs> Oh god. Mm, <laughs> deadbeat going out for cigarettes I am, you know? Oh, oh man. Yoda's a fuck boy. Holy shit. Wow. Can you imagine Yoda that? The fuck boy. Oh man, he's just like only hit it. I wanted to, not <laughs> not many options I have. 
Oh, fuck. But, um. Yo, fucking Yoda's about to get me too, dude. <laughs> shit, man. He's a, he's a dick. Wow. Monster am I. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, Jedi Masters, they tend to, you know, get really upset and just go somewhere and mope for a few decades or so. So I think, I think Mace Windu might have done that but the th- the unique thing about Mace Windu though is that he his un- his understanding of the force often flirted with the dark side um that's kind of where some of it the, the way his lightsaber style is fashioned um it's been it's been in in a lot of literature like it pulls from the dark side somewhat but because he's such a grand master um, only second to Yoda, and in some of the stuff I've read, um, is even his equal or more powerful in other ways. Um, I feel like that there would be something about that aspect of him that would bring him back into action in the galaxy. So I don't know. I mean, this is just this is just my reach because I just felt well. First of all, in Star Wars, if you don't see the body. Um, it seems like they always leave the door open. You know, it's like with Darth Maul. Yeah, he was cut in half, but, you know, he fell down a shaft. We know he survived. Um, whereas Qui-Gon, we saw him go on the floor uh, with a hole in his chest. Like, you know, we know he's dead. Um, Palpatine, we know the deal there. Um, you know what's fucked up about Qui-Gon Jinn? Never mind, because uh, the... <laughs> The, the Mandalorian takes place however many years after um, the prequels. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's like 30 years. <clears throat> but uh, uh, as we've seen in the most recent episode of The Mandalorian, like uh, somebody could get, you know, somebody could get shot in the stomach. Basically taken in the fucking bread basket <laughs> with, you know... <laughs> Can take a laser in the stomach and and just <laughs> you have no sensitivity. You take a blaster into the fucking bread basket. You like, like that? I, look, I gotta admit when she when she showed her uh, her augments in this past episode, that kind of grossed me out. To me, it was just I I was just like. I got to be honest with you, man. I thought it was real stupid. I was just like, <laughs> just like, check it out. Robotic abs, bitch. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Get the fuck out of here. Seriously? <laughs> fuck out of here with your mechanical liver. Get out of here. Yeah, I know, right? She's like, thankfully, uh, you know, uh, Boba Fett rushed me to the hot, you know, to the uh, Tatooine hospital where they could. Uh, basically saw me in half and, and <laughs> give me these robotic abs. I was just like, what the fuck? That doesn't even seem real. It doesn't yeah. even seem real. Um, I, I thought it was, if, if there was any weak parts in that whole episode, it was that. Um, but yeah, I... I was I I was blown away by by all of that like the dark troopers and everything else. I'm sorry. What were, what were we originally talking about? I don't even know. Oh, uh, oh Mace, Mace Windu. <laughs> we were talking about fucking Mace Windu. 
and him taking the tumble out out of the out of a 20 story window um 20 story not on coruscant man there there are no buildings underneath like uh 75 stories up like you're right you're right and because let's gauge right gauging from that shaft that darth maul fell i'm assuming he fell like 20 stories Ace Windu, on the other hand, he got what? No, no way. I mean, yeah, totally. It's been a while since I'm sure either of us have seen episode one, but there are no 20 story shafts in Star Wars. They go for miles. They're endless. You think so? You think like, well, you know what? You're right. Given how um, given how the the people from Naboo have no regard for um, like (laughs) land. Like the the size of rooms from that power station with no railing, the, the people in Star Wars just don't believe in railing. Y- you know what? That's that's an argument for another day. <laughs> but there's no sense of like there's no sense of like scale to Star Wars. They're just like build it, and they're like how big, and they're like build just build it. Well, that would be a little impractical. Say, like, you need to repair a generator, aren't you? There's just like, just, just build it. And then, <laughs> we don't have, we don't have any money. Like, we don't believe in money. You just go until the workers die. Then it's finished. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, we should have gotten droids to do this. Um, but anyway, so. Uh, uh, Given, yeah, I, I guess, but you know what? You know what's another thing that that occurred to me with regards to Darth Maul is that it could have been one of those shafts, just like when Luke fell um, after his uh, his duel with Darth Vader. God damn, we're fucking in Star Wars today. <laughs> you know how when he fell, he got sucked into a fucking uh, an air vent. That's true. And jet- you know, that's what I uh, that's what I always envisioned happening to Darth Maul, but with uh, Mace Windu, that is a that is a straight, like, that is a good like fucking, that's a kiss to the asphalt, man. That's that's well, I think that's serious. I think I don't know. I, I think there could have been a passing manure truck just at the point where he was about to hit the ground, and <laughs> he it's always got to be manure. Man. <laughs> he lands. You can't even give you can't give Mace Windu <laughs> dignity and be like. It was it was a passing truck of like you know, um, uh, sarlacc jelly or like you know, ban- you know so- something that's like you know a back. He fell into a back to tank. You know, <laughs> it's got to be a truck full of manure. It's got to be manure, man. It's a, there's there's no there's no substance that absorbs impact more than uh, manure, and. Uh, He's just like, oh, man, oh, shit, you know, <laughs> and then uh, after he gets the smell off of himself, he's just like, that's it. You know, he goes into hiding because he fell in manure. But, uh, you know, it's Star Wars. Pays so. off sp- space tannin, space biff tannin. <laughs> it's uh, it's Star Wars, though, like they could they could come up with any number of things and i would just love to see like a a grizzled somewhat scarred uh mace windu um with a mechanical hand sort of like come back 
and he's just like really fucking hard, you know, just I mean, it's not like he was all smiles and sunshine anyway in the prequels. So to see like a like, a, you know, uh, I can't I, I can't imagine him being anything other than a Jedi zealot, like someone who believes so hard in the Jedi way that he essentially becomes a bad guy. Mm. He's like a Sith, but he has no idea that he's not a Sith. Or he has no idea that he is a Sith, I should say. Um, but uh, anyway, I, we're, we, we're, we're running out of time. Um, one thing, though, uh, that I wanted to touch upon was um, with regards to the new development with uh, Boba Fett. By the way, how awesome was that whole book? Oh, my God. They they finally brought, like, everything that... All the uh, accolades that Boba, Boba Fett was supposed to have within Star Wars lore were fully brought to bear in this episode. Yes. That was so fucking... That was so fucking kick-ass. But he fucking... <laughs> he just blew every, all, away all these stormtroopers, and then he's just like, oh, spaceship... No problem. You know? <laughs> oh, man, the knee missiles. I'm just like, this dude, everything about him is deadly. Everything. Yeah, everything about him from his knees, everything. Just uh, badass. Uh, and I came up, it's just like, oh, my God, yes, this is so awesome. Um, so I was kind of blown away by that. But uh, given to where it's going, where what do you think is going to is the next step? Do you think it's going to be like a showdown with, um, with Moff Gideon and like, uh, do you think Ahsoka Tunnel will come back and be part of this crew that's going to try to take Grogu back? I, or? I sure, I sure hope so. I mean, I think we'll definitely see Rosario Dawson's Ahsoka Tano again, either, either within the Mandalorian or in her own series because she was too awesome. Like, they, she literally can't walk away from this role, but, um. I think in regards to the way the season will end, um, we'll eventually we will have Thrawn show up, and I think we're going to have a sort of a sort of ending like uh, the Empire Strikes Strikes Back, where everything seems bleak, and then just at the last second, um, because we've had this huge lead up with the Seeing Stone, we're going to have some sort of Jedi step in. Um, probably somebody other than Ahsoka Tano to sort of like cap off the season and pull us into season three. Not that we need any more um, uh, impetus to do that, but you know, that last little mm, icing on the cake to be like, fuck another year until we get the rest of this story. You know, I know. Right. Oh shit, dude. I, I would, I would love it if it was Cal Castus. If it was mm. the the guy from from Jedi Fallen Order, um, uh, so I, I I'm just I'm really looking forward to it. This so far the Mandalorian has done nothing but it, it's basically rejuvenated Star Wars itself because it was in danger of like being like oh wow Star Wars you know used to be beautiful man now look <laughs> at you you know. Um, <laughs> It was definitely in danger of of like falling away as like an embarrassing franchise, but man, it's it has come back and it has come back strong uh, with the Mandalorian and hopefully with a, like they're talking about spinoff series and all this shit. And I can't wait. Mm. I can't fucking wait. Um, 
but before we go, um, so, uh, you know, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about Letitia Wright. Did you have any uh, thoughts or... Uh, I just think really quick, really just, quick, just any just thoughts re- about about that stuff? Yeah, yeah. Just really quickly, I'm I'm all for people having conversations and talking about concerns, especially in the black community in regards to medicine and vaccinations, especially in the United States, because there is a very dark history with that. However, in the middle of a pandemic, um, simply sharing conspiracy theory. And calling that conversation, I don't feel is, uh, I just don't feel it's right. Um, It should be, the conversation should involve medical professionals and a real, a real in-depth look into what the issue and fears are, as opposed to just retweeting or posting some random video on the internet that may or may not make uh, valid arguments. You know, it's not vetted. It's not backed by anything. I think it does more harm than good. So I feel I feel it was a misstep on her part. I agree. Um, I'm going I'm definitely going to take your side on this. Um, Do you think she should lose her job for this? I don't think that she should lose her job. I think people okay. I think people should be allowed to make mistakes. I think I think it was a dumb mistake to put it uh just to be upfront about it, but I don't think that she should uh lose her job. I think it should be a learning moment. I think we should allow I think certain mistakes should be allowed. For example, not to go off on a tangent again, but this past week uh Former President Obama made comments about uh, Ooh, defund yeah. the police that I absolutely thoroughly disagree with, even though I am certainly a supporter of President Obama. I think he got it dead wrong with this particular thing. It's not a it's not about the slogan getting people on your side. There's never been any movement toward equality and equity in this country, no matter how you name it, that has gotten the support of uh the hegemonic majority it doesn't matter what you call it so you know i i just don't think it's relevant but i don't think he should be canceled for it i i I don't think i don't think that he is beyond reproach i mean sean king has lost some followers because he criticized that very sentiment and i'm just like we should be allowed to disagree with this guy whom we largely support i mean that's that's healthy discourse um, I want to talk about this a little further, but I feel like it's uh, we're gonna have to um cap it here. Yeah, let's cap it. Um, so um, yeah. Uh, can we just uh can we cap it here and let's just do a little bit more discussion after? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we do the end because uh, just in case I need some more um stuff to work with today. Totally. Uh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, so we're gonna cap it there, uh, and uh, yeah, and tell us to uh, and and tell you, you, <laughs> the listener, to tune in next week as we delve further into pop culture, uh, and do a, a movie review or two. Um, stay safe out there, and from both of us here, I'm Pablo Morali Martinez, and I'm Ernesto Mancibo. 
And together we are the Robots versus Taxes program. On Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. RVT. And while you're out there, you could try keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the Week. Jeezy, your pair of new shoes, that nigga with dick sucking, yeah, that dick sucking. 